Welcome to The Bee Podcast. The mission of The Bee is to create an inspiring platform for all women of every age group to have meaningful conversations with the intent to genuinely understand each other's journey, to listen to stories similar and different than our own, engage in each other's triumphs and failures, hear and validate one another on the separate unique journeys we have traveled, the loss we have endured, the joy we have encountered, and the reason behind the lessons we have learned. Bees symbolize community, personal growth, and power. And that is what we aim to do here. Create community, foster growth, and empower women. I'm Cami Milliken, and this is The Bee Podcast. Thank you for joining me for another episode of The Bee Podcast. Today, Kim Kern joins us to talk about the real nitty-gritty of being a mother of a preschooler and a toddler and a teacher during the pandemic of 2020. Kim's candid conversation mixed with her humor has been a seriously wonderful break in the scary reality that we're all living in. Please join me for an unfiltered conversation full of tears and laughs about parenting and teaching during this unprecedented time. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for being here. Today, I am with Kim Kern, and Kim and I had the opportunity to teach together at uh, Cardinal, and that's kind of where we decided that we definitely liked each other and we definitely need to be friends. So prior to that, we had decided that, but working together in the same district, PD was especially fun. (laughs) Kim, hi. Thanks so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Yes. So Kim, just kind of tell us a little, I'm just really excited that you're here because we are, I'm just, this conversation needs to happen Mm -hmm. to make other people feel less crazy. So go ahead. (laughs) Tell us a little bit about who you are. Okay. So, um, I am a preschool teacher at Cardinal. Um, this was my sixth year, I believe sixth or seventh. Um, I've been married to Ryan for 12 years, I think. That's math. I'm just a preschool teacher, so I don't do that. But um, (laughs) I have a four-year-old named Violet, and Ava is one, and they are just full energy. Hit the floor. We're running with it. In the morning, yeah. Yep. Meltdown central um, all day. So (laughs) that's kind of us in a nutshell. (laughs) So not much time for hobbies. Not so much. Um, Not so much. I do. I really like to read. Uh, I've been trying during this time at home to be more um, intentional about Mm -hmm. creating that time, but I also like to stay up late. So then that sometimes turns into a nap, but we're trying. (laughs) I know. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So you do the same thing that I do where at night, like after the kids are in bed, you're like, oh my gosh, it's time that I can. Yes. Yeah. It's like a whole, whole other day that happens after the kids go to bed. And the husbands. But then you, yeah, right. Yeah, because you got, you got shows to catch up mm-hmm. on. You got books to read. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And then you totally regret oh. regrets. Lots of regrets Lots the of next them. day. When your kids wake up at, I mean, it's six. I mean, it's not like it's the crack of dawn, but still, I mean, yeah. you're up till midnight. It's, That's, it's early. It, it is. I mean, if it was fall or winter, it would be dark out still. So, <laughs> right. Yeah. No. Violet woke up at four this morning and thought it was time to get up. So she came in my room dressed. Oh, Violet. No, no. And I said, nope. You know what Mm-mm. I've seen? It's still I've dark seen out. that Mm-mm. there are, or I know, I know someone who had, they bought this thing on Amazon and it was a nightlight, but it was a stoplight. And so there was a red light, green light, and a yellow light. And they could, the kids could only come out of their room once the light turned green and it was on a timer. Yes. And I actually, funny story, thought I bought that. Not what I bought. It's still helpful <laughs> as a nightlight and sound machine, but oh, right. helpful. Not, not, the same. not what I was looking for. So <laughs> she is still waking up whenever she feels like it. <laughs> very, very little rules. <laughs> well, you know, since COVID-19, there are really no rules. No, no. Parenting rules None. have gone out the window. So Kim is also a teacher, which we've kind of covered, but that lends itself to a unique experience, especially with COVID-19. So where, do you remember where you were when So I don't know specifically like when I first heard like there was this new virus, but I remember the week of conferences, which would be, um, for us, it was the week before St. Patrick's Day. So we have conferences that week and then the Friday we were off and then the weekend and that like Wednesday or Thursday was St. Patrick's day. And so all through conferences, you know, people are 
mentioning it and I'm like, yeah. Oh yeah. That Corona thing. But you know, I didn't really know. Don't catch it. Right. What was going on. Yeah. It was like, I don't understand why it everybody's like so a, freaked out. Yeah. Of course we're coming back. Why, you know, why, why are you mentioning that? And so then by the end of the week, we had plans to go visit my grandparents over that long weekend. And I remember calling my siblings. My brother lives in Chicago and my sister lives in Kansas city. So oh, both big up, areas. Right. So maybe not the best place to like start for opinions, but my grandparents don't live near Chicago. So, but I asked what they thought. And of course they were both like, no, don't take the kids. And I'm like, what is this thing even that's happening? And I remember my grandma telling me I would rather see the kids now than not, because I don't know how long it will be after this. So, so we went ahead and went and we didn't go anywhere in public. We just stayed with my grandparents, but um, and it was a good trip. But then when we got home that, I think it was Saturday or Sunday had anyway, that night after the girls went to bed, we had the news on and it was like really devastating. I, I cried a lot because it was like, it finally was, oh crap. Like this isn't something I can just play off as like a humorous, like watch out for the Rona. Like, yeah, right. This is serious. And you know, and then you question like, did we do the right thing? Should we have left? Are we supposed to quarantine? I mean, nobody really knew what was happening. Sure happening then. So it was just very surreal to get back and like really listen to everything that was happening. And Mm -hmm. yeah, just lots of worry. Lots. Yeah. Yeah. And did you, at that time when you got the news that, you know, school was going to be postponed for the next, what was it? Four weeks? Was it two weeks at first or four? I can't remember. It seems like a blur. I can't remember. I I think it was four. Four initially. Because I feel like we were supposed to go back mid-April maybe. And then it was like, yes. no, May 1st. That's right. And then they just said, we're not able. it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so how did that, how did you deal with that? I mean. I was kind of in disbelief. I like, I don't know, denial even. Yeah. It was like, I don't, especially I think because right then we weren't really seeing a lot of it here so much. It was more the, you know, New York city and the fear of watching that and largely populated areas were super highly affected. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so you're like, okay, yeah, we for sure need to not go. But then here there's really nothing, ha- you know, there was nothing happening yet. So mm-hmm. it was just very odd swings between stay home, never leave again. Nothing's going on. Why are we here? You know? Yeah. I remember being more scared for my school kids and I was, I was really worried about how they were being told what was going on, you know, cause as a teacher, there's like, right. you got to bring it down and you special ways. Yeah. That you... Yeah. And you only tell them some information, like just enough. And so I really had a lot of concern about, are they scared? Are they, it just felt like everything was so it was, it, I mean, it was cut off and very just so abruptly. Many, yeah. There's just so many things I would have done if I'd known that spring break was it. Yeah. And I feel like elementary teachers, especially since you have, you know, your set number of kids that are there and you're with them, it's really, really difficult to think about that being your last time that you've seen them. Yeah. Gosh. I mean, we're kind of like, especially in preschool, I mean, you kind of become like a stand-in mom for, for the hours that you have them, you know, I mean, you're doing Mm -hmm. all sorts of mom things and. Right. And they love you. you. So it just felt weird to not tell my kids like, here's what's happening. We don't know if we're coming back, but it's okay. Yes. And and to not know, you know, I kept telling Ryan, I think I should post a video, but I, I didn't want to overstep, you know, what, you know, if parents weren't telling their kids anything, then it wasn't my place to, Hey kids, guess what? You know, there's lots of stuff. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Get your mask. Like I don't (laughs) want, it's not my place. (laughs) It's not your role. (laughs) Know your role. (laughs) Respectable. Respectable, Kim. I love that. Yeah. So in thinking about telling your school children, which they do become like your own children, Mm -hmm. thinking about that and then thinking about your girls that you have at home, your biological daughters, did you have a conversation with them about COVID-19? Yeah. We talked to Violet about it and I mean, she was three at the time. She just turned four in June. So, I mean, she understood it. We just said there were, you know, a lot of germs and because of the germs, we couldn't go to school and everybody just kind of needed to stay home and, and we just weren't able to go places or see people until the germs were gone. And then the longer it went on, 
kind of the more questions she has asked and the more watered down version of things, you know, we've told her and she'll, she'll say things, you know, like she'll ask to go somewhere and I'll say, no, we're not going to do that today. And she's like, it's because of the Rona. You're right. <laughs> Actually, oh, that's oh, not, no. just <laughs> that's just because I don't want to go, but other things. Yes. It is because of the Rona. <laughs> it's been a very good line. excuse for a lot of things. Right. <laughs> yeah. But she never really had a lot of tears or I think just the age, which made me feel better about my school kids. I mean, not that I don't want them to miss me, but yeah, they just adapt so easily that, I mean, I, I think she's lashed out in other ways, but well, to actually be upset and verbalize, like, I'm upset because I'm not going to school. She really hasn't done that. Because she was, was she... She and Calvin are the same age, I believe, right? They're th- she was in three-year-old preschool. Yeah, okay, so it was Calvin. Year. Yeah. And yep. I, I've noticed that about Calvin, too. But with Eloise, she had, she thought, yeah, okay, I'm glad to not be going to school. But then once we kept not going to school, mm-hmm. she's old enough. She's six. And so she's old enough that she, one night, she finally broke down because we hadn't, I mean, it had been weeks and we hadn't yeah. seen friends. She wasn't, we I'm, I'm not allowing you to have friends over. No one is allowing right. friends over. Well, especially with Clark. I mean, yeah, absolutely no way. Right. You know, there was no leniency there. Right. So we definitely played it way more cautious, I think, and still do play it pretty cautiously. But she broke down because she's mm-hmm. old enough now. And I remember just crying with her. We just, we just laid in bed one night and we just cried together. It's so hard. It's so hard on their little heart. And to, as a teacher, especially a preschool teacher, to know that maybe these kids, you don't know what they're being told Mm -hmm. and how they're being treated because let's be honest, being at home, stuck at home with, I mean, I know when to hone in my crazy Mm -hmm. as a parent, but you don't know as a teacher, if other parents know when to hone in their crazy. Exactly. And you know, we just knowing the families that I have, they're or definite concerns of, you know, are they going to have food? Are they going to have, you know, a, yeah, any decent place to, you know, where are they? I can't, like, I just, I, we did deliver, I think it was like, it was still March and Violet and I delivered, um, oh, we decorated hearts and we delivered hearts like, and just taped them to their doors. And I just felt so much better. Like, okay, now I can, oh, like I can visualize yes. where you are. And of course, nobody was home, you know, or they, I had made sure they knew like I can wave through the window or whatever, but yeah, I felt a lot better just being able to picture where they, where they were at. But Mm -hmm. yeah, there were a few times, there've been a few times where Violet will say, or she did say, you know, I miss my friends or I wish we could go to school or things like that. But the night that they had Cardinal had a, like a drive-through with the lights. Yes. Which I thought was so cute. Yes. I love that. Yeah. And the first one they did, I, that was when it really hit me that we weren't going back. I mean, I'm a, I tend to, when I get stressed or when things are, you know, bothering me, I keep myself super, super busy. And so I just, I just don't think about it because I'm just go, 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 go. And then Mm -hmm. when her and I got in the car and we had to just sit to drive to school and the thought of why we were going there and what I, you know, all the things I had to tell her about because this is new and, and there, there wasn't really anybody that I could go to and say like, Hey, how did you handle, you know, like other things in parenting, we can ask our parents or you can ask your friends or, mm-hmm. but I mean, nobody knows what to say to their kid yeah, right it's now. It's unprecedented. So, yeah. We can't. Yeah. And so I bawled all the way to school and she was like, mom, are you okay? I'm like, no. Mommy's not okay. No, I'm, I'm really not okay. Yeah. But she's like, well, I'm just not going to cry. <laughs> Okay. Blunt. You do not have to. Fine. It's fine. That's great. <laughs> not a requirement. <laughs> totally fine. <laughs> oh my goodness. I know it. Yeah. I really loved how, how active and with such a wonderful small community mm-hmm. in, that, that Cardinal encompasses. I loved all of the things that I saw on Facebook about what Cardinal was doing for their, for their students. Um, I thought that was really wonderful. Yeah. It was really amazing. Yeah. So then you're home now and we are there. All the time. We are there. Mm-hmm. All the time. <laughs> in the home with preschoolers and, and toddlers. I feel like as a preschool teacher, you're very creative. You have to be. And you have to really think on your feet. Yes. So 
let's talk about, let's talk about the beginning of COVID-19. So you, I mean, I feel like everyone at the very beginning was like, yeah, I'm going to get all this stuff done. It's going to be okay. Yes. But then reality, I mean, okay, let's, let's, yeah, reality, but let's start at the beginning where you were super creative. So did you have things that you did with the girls? Um, well, the first couple of weeks we did a lot of house projects okay. um, because we had moved last winter and so, and then had Ava like immediately after. And so there's just little things that we wanted to do. So we did a lot of that and it was like a lot of Menards trips, kind of the, like, what if we can't go here again? Hurry, hurry, hurry. Yes. Yeah. Which was great right. to keep me busy. But then we kind of ran out of money for the little, you know, the little projects were done. <laughs> now it's like, mm-hmm. well, now what? And so um, I tried to follow, you know, Violet's teacher was great about posting different links and lessons and things. But with a one-year-old, I just, I felt really bad because we didn't do, I think Violet would have really liked to do those things, but we call her... <laughs> We call Ava, her alter ego is Phyllis, and oh. <laughs> Phyllis was not having it. Um, there was no learning <laughs> happening unless Phyllis was asleep. You know what? I think Phyllis has doppelgangers <laughs> because I, I think I have a doppelganger of Phyllis at my house. Yeah, no. Just you, nothing. Isn't it crazy? Like as a teacher, you're like super prepared to do all of the things, but then like when you're home with your kids and you know that you need to be doing other things, like preparing for putting your kid on a Zoom lesson with their teacher, like yeah, it's I was not prepared at all. I totally dropped the ball as a parent slash teacher. Like this is my job. I should be super prepared, but when it comes yeah. to doing things for my child, right? And I kept telling Ryan like I do this for a living. Why can't I make her trace a page, you know, play in a water table for a little while. I mean, none of the things she just didn't. Right. I mean, she would sit and like, um, Scholastic had some really good stories where they would show like a book and then it was a short video. Yeah. Like scientific type of things, you know, and then there would be a quiz and she loved those things. But I was like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, eight minutes of our day and that was it. Right. And it happened so fast. And then, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Were you, I'm just curious, were you the type of parent, let's talk pre-COVID, were you the type of parent that was like, um, no tablet or anything like that? (laughs) No, no. Okay. So I was, Kim, I was like my kids. I mean, we tried to like, obviously I didn't let her just like come home from school and that was all we did. You know what I mean? But like. You monitored it. Yeah. We all need a break. If you need to watch TV for a while, (laughs) then you do you. (laughs) But for sure, and uh, I mean, our tablet is like a rundown iPad. So, I mean, it's a little sketchy on the quality, but a little dicey at best. Yeah. Cause there's times where she's super interested in it. And so she will like play it forever. And then there's other days where she could care less. So I wasn't super strict, but (laughs) it has gotten even less strict since we've been home because, oh my gosh. Yeah. What do I do with you all day? I mean, there's so much day. There's so much day and there's only so little, so few of me. Right. Yeah. And when it's not just the one, I mean, yeah. and, then you've got- and at different age levels, you know, I mean, you know what that's mm-hmm. like. It's hard to entertain a one-year-old, something for her to do long enough that I can focus on something for Violet because Ava's just destroying everything. Well, it's also in the middle of spring, the spring thaw. And so you can't really go outside. I mean, mm-hmm. wh- what did we have? Mm-hmm. Like a snow in April? Like that was nuts. Yeah. And I put my kids in snowsuits and I walked to the gas station. Yep. You go girl. Because I couldn't take it. Yep. It's good exercise kids. And the whole process took like 45 minutes. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> we wasted almost an hour to get the can of Mountain Dew. It was the best Mountain Dew you've ever had. The best ice cold. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, just nuts how much day there is. Yeah. I think, I think it's very important for any parent who is also a teacher to know that, you know what? We all, I think, struggled at that point, just trying to, because I think there's also that feeling of fear and kind of immobilization that we all felt because we didn't know when this was going to end. And can I just say, we still don't know when it's going to end because we still don't know. What is it? It's July 1. We're recording this. We still don't know what school's going to look like in the, in, in the fall. No. And a lot of places that have reopened are now closing again. I mean, imagine that. Right. Although I wish that Kansas City could have just a smidge because we were going to go to the Great Wolf Lodge next week. But that's okay. You do you, Great Wolf Lodge. It's okay. Oh, shoot. Thanks a lot, Casey. But I mean, I get it. But... Okay. I do understand. <laughs> right. We're not, we're not going to wear masks at the swimming pool, so we'll just stay home. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just stay home. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's like a, 
death sentence. Yeah. Right. So at the beginning, kind of full of hope, didn't seem terribly real. Let's move on to the middle part. How, how did you handle being at home past the, past the April calling it of school? It was hard. That was especially right after they called it. It was like, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I hesitate to say the word depressed because that's not, I have been there. That's not where I was, but it was a depression of sorts. It was, every day was so long. Every day felt like the day before. I mean, we couldn't even go to church to where there was like, okay, this is Sunday Same. and now yeah. it's Monday, you know? And it just felt very monotonous and- And we do the, these the, things. The fits and yeah. the fighting and the, you know, it just, it got to be just a lot. There were days where we would just get in the car and I might give Violet my phone, whatever she yeah. needed. And we just drove because we just had to get out. Yep. And um, we did go- to the Dollar General in Eldon. They got to know us very well because there was hardly anybody there ever. And Violet liked to look at the toys. And so we just, we, you know, we, I don't know, that every yeah. other day we would go and maybe buy cake or some cookie mix or yeah. just to have a reason. And then you go home and do that with the kids. Right. Yeah. Just to have a goal of the day. I think that was so important mm -hmm. and even still is like for, for us, like we really are still not going out a whole lot um, because we have Clark and he's not even three months old yet. So, I mean, Eloise will ask sometimes like, can we like, so we'll, so, so now we're venturing out to the levee. Okay. So we walk on the levee and we actually just saw Miss Mason, Miss Kathy Mason. She was on her bike just the other day. She was like, Oh, hi Eloise. And she's like strolling past. Um, and then Eloise also had another breakdown after that mm. because she, that triggered her. Like, so... I miss my teacher. I miss my friends. So she cried a little bit about that mm. on the way home. And so we all cried a little bit. Yeah. Calvin was very concerned because he didn't get it. But, <laughs> but brotherly Clark concern. Is just a potato. So yeah. <laughs> potato. Right. No feelings. So, so no feelings at all. Um, so we venture out to the lobby and we take walks. And one of the things that or like if we clean the house because TJ is now in a new position at work. And so he's gone for mm -hmm. a longer amount of time right now than we're used to during the day at least. Mm -hmm. And so, so Eloise will ask like after a walk or after, um, or after we like clean the house in the morning, she'll say, I'll say, Hey, we can get a special drink at Sonic. If you, if we clean the house before daddy comes home or if we, mm -hmm. after, after, if we go on a walk, then we can have a special drink. And so we'll go to Sonic because by the way, guys, if you're listening, if you download the Sonic app, it's happy hour all the time at Sonic. Nice. Jess Hoagland taught me that. She's like, if you download this link, That's awesome. yeah, you download it. Did you know that? No, not a clue. Yeah. I mean, you can order. Yeah. Order. Get the, we'll do that now. Yeah, I'm not being sponsored by anyone, especially no. Sonic. Um, but <laughs> We're not that big yet. So. Not sponsored. <laughs> this is not sponsored. But if you download the app on your phone, you can get happy hour anytime. Huh. So that's what we do. That's our thing now that we there do. We go on a walk every day and then she'll ask to get a special drink or if we clean. Mm -hmm. yeah. Anyway. We were getting Pizza Hut a lot for a while because you can. they have the app too. And so you oh. order it and then drive up and like Violet is a little bit blown away that you do anything else to get your pizza. Like, <laughs> like not everybody gets their pizza from a window. <laughs> Very bizarre. <laughs> it either comes from an oven or a window. Not right. and there's nothing. There's else. nothing else. No. That's awesome. Okay. So toward the middle, it kind of got really depressing. And I remember I remember crying a lot in the middle. Mm -hmm. I mean, we also had a baby in that time as well. But and I think my I right. think my hormones were played a big part in that. But oh absolutely. In the middle, it was really kind of depressing. So as the school year ended, so let's talk about June. Okay, so we're past June, and when was when was Cardinals' end date? The twenty sixth, I think, of May. Um, okay. Yeah. So okay, a good chunk of May was still school. Which, if anyone has tried to virtually teach, I mean, that in itself is a struggle. Mm -hmm. But to virtually teach four year olds, mm. <laughs> <laughs> those Zoom meetings Ugh. that I've the the memes that I've seen about Zoom meetings yeah. for elementary kids, I really want to just buy make you a pie because oh, I, it's mostly it's just be... kids like running around with their mom's phone. Um, one kid dropped their mom's phone. And was like, shut it off. This is boring. I was like, well, I mean. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, Fair enough. <laughs> there's only so much I can do for you from here. Right. I mean, you I'm just trying can't. to engage you. Yeah. I'm trying to engage. Yeah. I'm doing my job. Nobody cared. It's hard. And then Violet right. and I were doing live story times 
like at bedtime every night. Um, yes, I loved that. Well, then it got to where I, she would be like, mom, this is so long. And I had to do like the behind the book, yell, like whisper yell at the kid. And I'm like, I can't do this anymore, Violet. I can't. And she would just be like behind me going, mom, is this book over yet? You are boring. And I'm like, okay, I think we're done with the live story time. We are live and you are being And also like it was mostly, (laughs) truthfully, there'd be like five people watching and it'd be my mom, my aunt, and my grandma would be three of them. (laughs) So I mean. (laughs) Fan club. Yeah. It was like not even my school kids. And it was on my preschool page and they were still like. How did you find this? How did you know that this even existed? And then there were a couple of times that I accidentally went live on my own page. And so I would get like, <laughs> I, remember gosh, I was I so embarrassed because it was like, oh it was like some of Ryan's <laughs> friends were commenting before I figured it out. And they're like, yeah, I can't wait for story time. And I'm like, how does he know this is my preschool story time? Like he doesn't. You are live on your page reading Harry the Dirty Dog. Switch it. <laughs> it was not good. I was so embarrassed. But that's preschool life. That's the thing. If I'm in a classroom with a bunch of four-year-olds, I mean, they don't care, you know, then (laughs) they don't, they truly don't. And they think that's the greatest thing. Okay. So last year I taught preschool and that's the greatest thing about preschool year old. They think you're amazing. They think they're, yeah, you are like the greatest thing. You could totally like blow it. And they had no idea. They still think that you are incredible. Two different years throughout my teaching career, I've had a kid obsessed with like a specific pair of black pants that I would wear. And like, they were just like every other pair of black pants I had, but I would wear that one specific pair and they'd be like, I really love your pants, Mrs. Kern. It's like, yeah, rocking the same black skinnies I wore yesterday. <laughs> like, awesome. Oh, they're it's, so funny. They are. And gosh, how you must have missed them. Oh my goodness. And still do. I mean, I've thought about starting school in the fall and, you know, if we go back face to face, which, you know, whatever it is, what it is, like, we're going to do what we're going to do, but to see the kids that you had in a different capacity in a different classroom, that's going to be really different and difficult. I think. Yeah. I think there's still some I, do I think there's still some things that we haven't even thought about that we're still going to have to process emotionally because they're still mine. I mean, we never like had that, that time of closure. I mean, for us, it's pretty yeah. big because we have preschool graduation. And so there's like a whole, yeah, you totally, you know, it's that. a whole thing where other grades, you know, it's just, yeah, it's just the end of the year. And then, you know, you move on. And so, yeah, I thought about that too. And thought about what it will be like to connect with new kids when I still am like, yeah, but how's that kid doing in kindergarten? Because I was concerned and now they're there and they're not with me. And, you know, there's just a lot. Yeah. And we were hopeful that we could have like a get together at the park sometime this summer, but I just don't, I don't know. I just don't know. (laughs) There's so many unknowns still and it's. And I, you want to, I mean, you think like, okay, it would only be a group of a maximum 20 kids. I mean, cause that's all I had. And then Mm -hmm. their parent or family, but you just, then you kind of go down this rabbit hole of but are their parents working? Where do they work? Who do they see? How, where are they going? Mm-hmm. Who, you know, the person right. next to at work, where's that person going? And it just kind of becomes this trail that never ends yeah. of worry. And then you just end up not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Not doing, not doing any of it. No, I know it. It's, I know that I've said this, that it's unprecedented, but it's just, it really is. This whole thing is so unknown and I remember seeing lots of Facebook posts about people really, really having a hard time with like parents, especially have a really hard time. And I don't like, we can joke like, ha ha. Yeah. Parents don't want to have their kids at home, but like for real, there are a lot of parents that I know that were heartbroken that their kids didn't get to come to school, that they didn't get to see the teachers because here's the thing. Here's the fact guys, our kids love their teachers. They do. Yeah. Violet adores. She had, this is a shameless plug. She had Mrs. DeWitt and she is amazing. And she is, I mean, she loves those kids so hard and Violet just, I mean, luckily I'm friends with her. And so I can send her texts or snaps or whatever. And so Violet hasn't been, you know, totally cut off from her, but just knowing like I was so excited for her to be Violet's teacher. Yeah. And then knowing that she didn't get that full year. Yeah. Like she, you know, and that's when all the fun stuff happens too. Yes. At the end of the year. Yeah. And I've talked with other teacher friends who are like through like in a school year through 
November, December, you're still like setting ground rules. You're getting to know each other, establishing your community. Yes. You come back after Christmas in January, February, you're still kind of like, okay, now we're here. We're getting down to business. We're getting, you know, really getting things done. And then March for us anyway is spring break falls in there. And then when you come back, you're like this, of course it seems glorified in my mind because we didn't actually do it. So, <laughs> I mean, there are trying times yeah. still within there, but it, it feels like this, right. You're just a family now and you all just get along and everybody knows that person likes dinosaurs. Hey, here's your dinosaur book. Or this person loves purple and here's your crayons. Yeah. And it's just kind of more of a family feel and you can just really hang out and finish out the year so comfortable you get to enjoy your time together yeah. it's not so not so pressured and feels mm-hmm. like yeah yeah and so we just kind of missed that whole family part of it yeah yeah which I think you have to mourn yes which brings me to my next question so like how did you cope with that <sighs> I think I cried out a lot of it during the drive-through like the nights and lights or whatever they called it yeah yeah yep. but then we did a lot of deliveries for one thing then it gave me, it gave us a project at home. Like we delivered May baskets. So we, I went to Dollar Tree and got like little boxes and little candies. So Violet helped me fill them. And then we took one day where we just drove around and we had snacks in the car and she would help me take the boxes up to the porch. And I think we did three or four different types of deliveries to my whole class. And it just helped to feel, it boosted our spirits for sure you know, to do something kind, but also to do it yeah. specifically for my kids just felt connected. I feel like you connect. Yeah. I was just going to ask you that use that exact yeah. word actually connected. We're connected yeah. right now. We are. This is it. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we're doing this yes. because we're such a great connection. Um, yeah. I, I love that. I think that that's so important. And I just really want to shout out to all elementary teachers because I think that it is a unique calling and the investment that these men and women have in our children is incomprehensible to me. Mm-hmm. I remember Eloise Zooming with her class in Mrs. Dalby's kindergarten class, her very last Zoom meeting. I'm going to get a little overclump just talking about it, but I just, I, I mean, we were outside and she was Zooming with her class and I just started sobbing because she missed her friends so much and she missed Miss Dalby so much. Yes. And she, and she can't, you know, you can't see them. And she like, kind of like patted me and gave me a hug and said, mommy, it's okay. They just don't, their kids capacity to comfort grownups is ridiculous. Yeah. But yeah, it's hard to, especially as a parent. So I had the teacher side of it where I was missing those kids. And then I also saw Violet through, you know, with her class and missing her friends and her teacher. So I saw it as a parent too. And mm-hmm. it just, I don't know, it was, it was weird for me this year to kind of play both sides of that and to see it from, it's a, from both it's a unique perspective yeah, yeah, to have that. Well, and I think that the generation of kids that we have right now are going to be affected by this for the rest of oh, yeah. their lives and, you know, not even know it. Like I think of Clark, yes. our newborn, he was born in 2020 in the middle of a pandemic. Right. Because, I mean, this is going to be like that generation's nine 11. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yes. And I'm so curious to know the outcome of this because we've been making changes in our own family. For example, like this next year, Eloise has chosen the two activities that she wants to do instead of the nine that she was doing. You know what I'm saying? Like we have slowed Mm -hmm. down as a family. I don't know what it's going to look like for them as they, as they grow. And that's the thing. I don't, I think it may be hard in these moments to see it as a positive because it can feel really confining and really, um, just stressful to, to only Mm -hmm. be able to be with your family. But we have slowed down. I mean, there's just, I didn't realize how much mindless running we did just for the sake of, of going. And it's just, right. I mean, I still go do this. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I still run the errands, but I leave the kids at home now. You know, it's, it's different. It's not just a pick up and haul them all with right. me. Right. You know, just because. Yeah. Right. Well, and actually that sometimes is our, is our get out of the house too. It's like, we're going to go pick up our Walmart groceries. So. Right. It's just that. Yeah. The one thing. And then even I, I mean, I don't know if you're like this, but I'll strategically like, like for us, 
we can do okay till a certain point in the morning. Like we do the get dressed, the breakfast, the whole thing. And then we usually go for a long walk. And sometimes now we'll stop at the park. But then that like 10, 1030 to lunchtime is yeah, like rough. It's rough. Oh, it's so long. And yeah. so that's when like I'll strategically plan groceries. And maybe, maybe we're there 20 minutes early, you know? And maybe we, just, we are. Who knows? Maybe we hang out yeah. after. Maybe we just <laughs> just wait it out. Maybe we're there all day. <laughs> we just have to be out. It's fine. She's got YouTube and snacks. Everything is fine. Right. The air conditioning, it's great. Air conditioning's on. Nobody worry. But yeah, just being yeah. busy. No, I know. It's trying to fill your day with, with things that – and I – I sometimes wonder how much I'm damaging Mm. my children, Uh you know, during this whole thing, because my patience is thin. Zero. My patience is especially, yeah. Uh And then, I mean, I mean, and you know, you have girls Uh and I feel like girls fight differently than girls and boys. So I've got the fighting. (laughs) So it's like nagging and nagging and fighting and wrestling. Like Uh they're, they're really big into wrestling right now. Thanks a lot, mm. TJ. Yeah. And so <laughs> right. Violet does the people's elbow. So we're, we are no stranger to, yeah. to the wrestling. So, so we wrestle and I just feel so awful because just the other day I was like, you know what? No, if you, I mean, it was literally over a show to watch. It's my turn to pick. No, it's my turn to pick. And I'm like, you know what? It's off and you don't get to watch mm-hmm. it at all. So how's that? So like, and then you feel psycho and, yes. and they're looking at you like, why did you just do that? Well, because you did 50,000 things before that, that I didn't flip out about. Right. And now <laughs> I just, I just can't take now it I've anymore. Lost it. Yeah. And it's only, there was, it's only 6 a.m. So. Right. I don't remember. Uh, I, I, ha- I really have no idea what point this breakdown occurred, but mm-hmm. I, it was like mid violet meltdown supper time. And I just walked out the door. <laughs> I just, I just couldn't take it. I just grabbed my key. I mean, Ryan was home. Let's clarify the children are not alone. Right. Right. <laughs> but right. I mean, and I just drove and I was gone for like an hour and Ryan texted me, are you coming back ever? And I'm like, yes, but they might need to be in bed first. Like, yes. Like I just, CBD. I just could not yeah. listen to it anymore. And we've been so lucky. I mean, I know I do complain, but I think everyone has everyone who's experiencing this has a right to complain about any, any part of it, all of it, any, you know, I mean, just because one person, I don't know, you can't compare your struggles right now. Right. Some people, yeah. everybody handles everything differently. And everyone's situation looks different, right? but we all are given the same, we're all kind of given the same, not, we're not all given the same circumstance, but like we all have to deal with a pandemic. Right. And whatever that looks like for everyone yes. respectively. And so we, it's difficult. Yes. We were very lucky that at the beginning, so Ryan's dad was working from home and then his mom is retired and my parents, my mom works at a boutique in Oski that was having to cut back hours and not be open. So she was home and my dad was home. And so we kind of could lean on them to take a girl now and then because we were all home. And so we kind of decided at the beginning, you know, I remember telling Ryan, if you don't have any major concerns with this, I can't do this indefinitely without being able to send them somewhere once in a while. And so, you know, we were, I was really lucky that way that, and still, I mean, having a support, usually at least two days a week, one of the girls will go to a grandparents and nobody wants them at the same time. (laughs) They're too much together, but every once in a while, perfect storm. They each go somewhere at the same time. Yes. Good. Good for you. Rare, but sometimes it does happen. It's like, you know what? I bet Ava and Violet are going to have a wonderful relationship after they leave your house, but it'll be after they leave. Yes. It is not going to, I mean, you've seen the snaps. It is not happening. You guys, they're, is not happening now. If you now. aren't friends with Kim Kern on Snapchat, you need to be because her stories are fantastic. <laughs> just this morning. It's just oh my gosh. Life. Can we talk about Frozen 2? The Elsa. <laughs> Can we talk about how Frozen 2 needs to die? Die? I want to bury it. Yeah. Can it get Rona? It. Because I have had enough. And we have not even watched them. Like, Violet's not a movie type of kid. I mean, she'll want to start it. And then, like, 15 minutes in, she's like, can I just watch my show that I always watch? Like, she's just not into it. But that one we've seen all the way through. And can I just say, it's not as good as the first one. Agreed. I mean. Thank you. The music, some of the songs are a little bit better. But, like, the story, I I just way too deep in, like, death and sad things. Thank you. I can't handle, I can't handle Elsa and her angst. Right. 
I can't. <laughs> I can't handle it in the first one either. I love Anna. I think she's great. I want to be Anna. Yeah. I think, I don't know if it was a snap or a post, but you had made a comment about the, a song. Um, oh, yes. The end of the, yes. end, no, wait, not into the unknown. Um, oh, crap. What oh, I can't think of it. It's the one, but, at the, it's the one at the end. I can hear show you, yourself. But yeah, that's it. That's it. That's yeah. It. So um, we were listening to the soundtrack the other day and um, some things never change came on and uh, I bawled. Yes. So I yes. don't understand what it was about that song, but you have a song from that movie that gets you. And apparently <laughs> some things never change. That's mine. That's, this is Kern. <laughs> That's this mine. is Kern right in the feels. Mm. Also yeah. Lost in the Woods is a very good like boy band song that I may or may not listen to when I'm by myself in the car. <laughs> it's a good it jam it is. it's you a good jam <laughs> so go ahead and down that download that yeah yep. that's itunes <laughs> pandora spotify whatever your you're listening is. yeah yes oh my gosh okay <sighs> kim i have had just the best time this is just fantastic i this i know this is awesome so fun so in kind of thinking about coronavirus and how it has affected you as a teacher and a mother, what do you think you've learned about yourself that you maybe didn't know beforehand? Mm. You know, I've been thinking about this question since you sent it to me and I'm still not for sure I have a great answer, but for sure knowing, knowing my limits, but also knowing when to ask for help and that it's okay to ask for help. It is okay to say whether you've spent one hour with your kids or eight hours with your kids, I need a break. And that doesn't have to be, I mean, maybe they've been perfect angels. There are just going to be days throughout this where you just need a moment, you know, to just regroup and, and kind of, I, I feel like there's days for me where the weight of how long this could really be yeah, is just heavy. Absolutely. And so you, I think it's just important. You know, I've had, had friends who at the beginning of this were very, very, very strict and very mm, concerned, I guess, about how we did allow our girls to go to grandparents and, you know, and I, I appreciated that, but it, it's just, mm, yeah. I know for myself that if I didn't have any time without them, I couldn't, I couldn't parent that way. Well, and I think it's really also important to know that about yourself. Like, mm -hmm. I am not built to be a stay-at-home mom. Exactly. Same. And I think a lot, yeah. And, and I it's think taken a me a long people... time to not have shame in saying that either. Yes. Yeah. I mean, and it's not that I don't love my kids. Right. Un immeasurably. But I'm not used to being home with them 14 hours, you yeah. know, a day until they sleep. I'm, I'm used to working. I mean, by the time, you know, we would leave home at seven and drop Ava off. And by the time the day was done at four 30, I had yep. maybe three hours before Ava went to bed and four before Violet was in bed. I just, mm -hmm. it was a whole shift of life. Absolutely. Yes. And I think it's, I think it's healthy to kind of identify that about ourselves mm -hmm. and appreciate that we do have strengths that can be utilized in different mm -hmm. ways, such as our careers that we, I mean, that, right. Like you said, there's no shame in that. I think it is. We're used to our, our normal rhythm of mm -hmm. summer. Yeah. Right. You're right. You're prepared but, for summer. You know, when yeah. it started, yes. But when it started, like it was this weird, like suspended reality almost of like, it's not summer. So I don't feel like I can just kind of like yeah. lounge around. We can't be just playing yeah. outside however long. Here's a couple of slices of turkey and some chips <laughs> and then we take a nap. Like this is like, we're stuck inside and it's cold and you can't go outside. Yeah. You know, nobody's prepared for this. And there's a whole huge, this whole Holge. That's not a word, but there's this whole, fine. This whole <laughs> it's, it's fine guys. The words are hard. Words are hard. So there's this whole <laughs> huge shift of emotions as well. Like there's this, there's, there's mm -hmm. legitimately a pandemic and whether or not you, right. you believe right. that it is real or government created, what have you, oh, the it has affected the theories. <laughs> it has affected our lives. Yeah. And we do owe it to ourselves to kind of investigate where we are emotionally, mm -hmm. mentally, and be able to go into each day knowing that here's where I am and here's what I can give. Because I mean, as, I mean, if you right. are non-essential or essential, 
Either way, there's a huge amount of stress that comes with that. I mean, I can imagine that if you are an essential worker, like oh, like nurses yeah. or doctors or I I cannot imagine bringing the, that home the worry right that has to be just every minute yeah. of your day never stopping right. So I feel thankful that that I am considered non-essential so that mm-hmm. I can I can monitor my children safely. I feel, but. That's not right. a luxury that many people have. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's just been so flipping weird. Insane. Yeah. Yeah. Like you just never imagine being in this 2020 dumpster fire. I mean. It's like purgatory. <laughs> I don't, it's a dumpster fire. Yes. I prefer I don't know that. what's yeah. even, like what's next. The murder hornets didn't really pan out. Murder hornets. So. The murder hornets. It fizzled. They didn't. Well, it's only early. It just, what is it? It's, it's plenty of time. July 1st. So plenty of time for them to make their way down oh. to good old Iowa. Here we go. Okay. So last question, Kim, what would your encouragement be to give uh, to those who are support people for moms uh, who are at home and don't necessarily have an outlet for their kids? First of all, it, check on your friends. I found that to be just as simple, like, how are you? You know, I have a couple of friends that we have a Snapchat group and you know, it's not, I mean, we snap daily, but it's the, every so often it's a deliberate, like, okay, Rona check-in, <laughs> like, yeah, where are you at? You know, how are you feeling? What do you need? Yeah. And I think there's a lot of, uh, a lot of power too, to being able to know, like my, your friends need something, you know? I mean, it's not easy to say I need help or I need even I have trouble even saying like I don't have any cold Mountain Dew (laughs) and I would just really love if I didn't have to haul my kids you know down the street leave them in the car go in the gas station yes I leave my kids in the car don't come at me I can see them like edit that if you need to but like (laughs) (laughs) anyway I just think you know to leave something on someone's doorstep or just a message checking in which I would like to say you guys Kim Kim actually did this for me right after we oh had gosh, our- I even forgot about that. The, yes. Now it sounds like a plug. I wasn't no, plugging myself. No, I know you're not, but no, this is, I will tell you firsthand as someone who experienced that completely unsolicited, <sighs> Kim came to my house. She dropped something off. I didn't even know that she dropped it off. And it was a little gift. The kids were up. Was it Calvin? He was at the door though. And he was like, <laughs> what are you doing? And I'm like, hi. And he's like, why? <laughs> I'm like, never mind. What's happening? It's fine. It's, it's fine. fine. Go inside. Tell your mom. Check on the porch. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. No, Kim left something. I mean, we had just had a baby and Kim left something on our doorstep and it was some snacks for me, some snacks for the kids and a little outfit for baby Clark. Cause we had just had him hmm. not four weeks earlier to that. I'm not joking, Kim. That made my month. I That was so huge. Just a small mm-hmm. thing like that, that made me feel normal and supported and like I was loved and appreciated and thought of. Mm-hmm. Like you, like that's huge. That's, that's the whole thing is we as humans, we were not created to be isolated. We were not. Mm-hmm. You are not made to be alone and to be, I mean, we're social creatures. You're made to connect with people. And so to, you know, be mandated basically to stay in your homes is just, you have to find ways to connect with people. Yeah. You just do. It's just not healthy otherwise. Well, and oddly, I have felt more connected to more people in my life through this experience than ever before. I think it kind of stripped away any of the like, like the fluffy. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, the, <laughs> there's nothing mundane to chat about because you're not doing anything. Like there's no, there's right. There's no gossip from work. There's no, yeah, there's nothing. Yeah. But like Netflix shows and like actually real yeah. <laughs> Tiger King. Tiger King. <laughs> Violet does know the Carol Baskin song. Just in she's case great. Uh, you guys, no. I'm gonna drop uh, Kim Kerr's TikTok <laughs> so that you can follow her because Violet is a superstar. Ah, uh, she is something else. Yeah, I just think finding a way to connect with with someone, anyone. Um, and now, as I mean, there was one time early. I think it was April. Because it was still chilly. Rachel and I had blankets, but we just did the whole back your car up to each other and we ordered pizza and we ended up sitting in the same car. And then we just decided, you know what, our family's going to quarantine together because we, you know, we had a very small, yeah, it was her family. And then our 
our parents, our kids' grandparents. A close friend and of like yours. that was yeah. And yeah, so that okay. was all that we saw that whole time. But we just kind of decided early on we've got to have a support a group, you know, a some someone to support us. And we're blessed enough yeah. to not I mean, yes, we have young kids, but we we don't have babies. We don't have any and you know we're all healthy. We don't have compromised immune systems. Mm -hmm. And so we felt like that was, if those we were choosing to connect with were also taking precautions, then we felt like it was worth our family's sanity (laughs) to, you know, to just be able to spend time with those people. And yeah, right. But I will say our Friday night homemade pizza nights got old about seven or eight weeks of them. I was like, we're, I think we're done making pizza guys. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We need something new. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on. Let's move on. It is incredible how old things yes. get so quickly yes, during this so time. Quickly. Keep it fresh. Keep it fresh. Mm-hmm. Oh, Kim, I am so glad that we have had this conversation and this has yes. been just so good for my soul to, to just oh, like laugh mine and too. to talk about things that are relevant and important and hard, but also to be real in our conversation. And I just have, this has done my heart some serious good because it's heavy doing, <laughs> doing life alone. Yes, it's heavy. And you know what, having, having a newborn baby during this time has been really, really challenging um, but I will say I suffered from postpartum depression with my daughter. I did not experience that with my, with my second, with my first son, Calvin. And then mm-hmm. with Clark, I have, I have just really been able to enjoy him. Mm-hmm. And that's been really unique and special. It's really forced us all to just stop and evaluate like what is really important. You know, I was, I was filling our time with all of these mindless running and here and there. And yeah. what were, what were we doing? I have to, I'm a mom and I have to feel obligated to yeah. do this for my children because right. this is what everyone else is doing. Yeah. Yep. But really it's just, it's just, it is, it's mindless yep. running. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's unimportant. Yep. yep. But, yep. but we're ready for you school year. We are ready We're to ready. come back. We are ready to be a part. We are we're ready. We have bonded and, and now we're done. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Well, it sounds like that might be just what we're doing, Kim. So <laughs> Kim, thank you so much for being here. I'm so glad that Yes. I have just really loved this. So you guys, Kim, do you have anything else that you want to kind of share? I don't think I do. Just hang in there, guys. I mean, don't be afraid to reach out if you need help or you just need to vent. Heck, I've made many Facebook posts that are like, look, if you don't like that I'm complaining, then you can just hide or delete. I mean, <laughs> yep. Fine. Unfollow but, friend. Right. Yeah. But you just, it's important to just have someone or people that you can talk to because this is just, it's a stressful time for yeah. everybody. Yeah. Make sure that you're taking care of yourself as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, you guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Bee Podcast. Please make certain that you check in in the next couple of weeks for the next episode. Have an awesome day, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Bee Podcast. Make certain to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. Screenshot this episode and share to your social media to bring awareness to this project. Share and join our community on Facebook. Thanks again for listening, and I'll catch you next time for more inspiring stories told by real women. Wishing you peace and love, I'm Cami Milliken, and this has been The Bee Podcast.